Widowed at 19 with a three-year-old child, it's not a recipe for happiness in anyone's book, but in a conservative farming village in South India, it spells disaster. I'm Richard Fox and you're listening to Messages of Hope. Stay tuned for Vijaya's story, From Death to Life. Where do you turn when you're isolated, ostracised, grieving and rejected? When you feel like this is all there is for your future? Who can bring you a message of hope? A message that says you're valued and that life is worth living? Here's Noel to tell Vijaya's story. Widowed at 19 with a three-year-old child. It's not a recipe for happiness in anyone's book. But in a conservative farming village in South India, it spells disaster. Vijaya married at 16, in an arrangement pleasing to both families. And that's pretty normal for the time, and not unusual even today amongst the remote villages where she lives. She fell pregnant almost immediately. The marriage was both stable and happy, but a routine operation turned fatal due to the most basic of errors. The medical team didn't cross-match her husband's blood type. Transfused with the wrong blood, he died in hospital. She had no recourse, no insurance and no advocacy on her behalf. With her husband dead and dowry gone, she had no savings, no job and no future. Widowhood is bad enough anywhere, anytime. But in traditional villages like hers, it was almost a death sentence. And until modern times... It often was, literally. The centuries-long history of sati, widow burning, or sometimes live burial, has cast a long shadow. It took more than 150 years of reform to get rid of the practice, and while it's now a thing of the past, its cultural footprint remains. For Vijaya, and all widows like her, the future was bleak. She returned to live with her parents in a home village, which was the only course of action open to her. But there was no welcome from friends and neighbours, no healing embrace into village life, and certainly no prospect of remarriage. Widows were shut away, isolated, ostracised, objects of shame more than pity, and even objects of fear. In some villages still, should a widow's face be seen at the start of a journey, the traveller will return home, wash and change his clothes, ritually purify himself and start out afresh, free of the jinx of having glanced at a widow. Widowhood was a curse and Vijaya felt its full power. Vijaya was imprisoned. The grief bereavement, shame and rejection had not only stolen her future, but jailed her into a secluded existence. She couldn't leave the house. She was never invited to village celebrations, community events or family gatherings. She couldn't chat with friends at the market or beside the village well. 
and she was certainly never invited to any of the extended family's weddings. These all happened on auspicious days throughout the year, as determined by the temple priests. To have a widow attend a wedding would be most inauspicious indeed. But these things weren't the only cause of her despair. Beyond the cultural and social isolation, she was spiritually bereft. Her gods were comfortless, silent and deaf. They offered no relief, provided no hope and spoke no word of love. Their mask-like images seemed only to mock her pain. After all, according to their world, Vijaya was only reaping what she had sown in a previous life. Karma couldn't be beaten. It could only be endured. And so Vijaya spiralled into depression and suicidal thinking. The external isolation and the internal darkness left her both helpless and hopeless. Was this it? For the rest of her life? Why go on? The pain was too great. But unbeknownst to her, a resurrection was in the wings. This is Messages of Hope. And coming up, Noel will describe what resurrection meant for Vijaya and what it may also mean for you. I'm Richard Fox and this is Messages of Hope. Feel free to like our Facebook page, Messages of Hope, where you can like and share a post about today's message and encourage others. That's Facebook Messages of Hope. Noel Jew has been sharing Vijaya's story. Widowed and ostracised from her community, the future looked desolate until... An elderly Christian woman from a nearby village came to visit. From time to time over the years, she had called by to spend time with the family, and now she came again. She was of the same people group, with the same language, and knew firsthand the fishbowl that was village life. But she was also different. In times past, Vijaya and her brother had rankled against her visits. They knew she was a Christian, and they didn't want to hear any of her talk about Jesus. They even turned the radio up loud to drown out her voice. But this time, her presence brought the most precious of all gifts, comfort. She loved She lived free of the social shaming that dominated the rest of the village. She wasn't frightened by the spectre of being friends with a widow. And she brought messages of hope. Her presence and words meant that God wasn't comfortless, silent and deaf. She spoke his words of love into Vijaya's heart. Light entered the darkness of Vijaya's soul and hope lifted her spirits. The love of God gently drew her away from the abyss and raised her up to a new life. In the words and presence of this elderly friend, Jesus made his home with Vijaya. And when he comes to a person still, he leaves nothing untouched. Vijaya and her elder brother both heard and heeded the message of this elderly Christian, and it wasn't easy. In fact, it was totally countercultural for them to believe in Jesus. There weren't any other Christians in their village, and hardly any in the whole district. 
Yet the love of God broke down all their barriers and they became the first two to believe in him. Why? Because when Jesus came to be with them, he brought all that they didn't have, hope, comfort, joy, love, and a future to believe in. And in that power, Vijaya crossed the threshold of her family's house, head up and shoulders back, to emerge into the sunlight and share her newfound faith and to break free from the cultural taboos which had almost killed her. What's the difference between a flash in the pan and real gold? Well, real gold is the real thing. It lasts. Coming up, you'll hear how Vijaya's new confidence in Jesus has radically changed her life and the community she lives in. And for more about how Jesus can bring you confidence, go to messagesofhope.org.au where you can order the free booklet, Living with True Confidence. That's messagesofhope.org.au This is Messages of Hope. Noel Jew has been sharing the story of Vijaya and how the message of Jesus transformed her life from one of hopelessness to confidence. Fast forward nearly 40 years. In a story too long to tell, and perhaps too unbelievable for our ears, Vijaya and her brother, Jess Paul, still live in the same village. But now, they are not the only Christians there. Indeed, throughout their district, about 30 village churches have been founded because of their ministry. There's also a children's home, one of the finest in the whole of South India, a sewing school for village women who have no other means of income, material and practical support for widows, disaster relief for village families, education for village children, and training for village pastors. There's also a growing testimony to the fact that whole societies can be transformed by the presence of the love of God. It's not been plain sailing by any means. There's been plenty of suffering, no little persecution, including a bomb attack on a Christian meeting in which Vijaya was seriously wounded, and lots of roadblocks along the way. But the foundation laid by that elderly Christian visitor all those years ago has never been shaken. How do I know all this? Because they are my friends. I've been in their home many times. I've seen and heard all that God has done. I met Vijaya's son when I was teaching at a university college in the UK. He had won a scholarship to study there. And now, despite holding multiple university degrees and a PhD from one of the UK's best universities, he and his wife and family, together with Vijaya, still live in the same village, sharing the love of God with friends and neighbours, serving with love the God who has loved them. This sort of resurrection is not just for them. Thanks be to God, it's for us all. You're listening to Messages of Hope. For more about how Jesus can give you the confidence to share your faith, go to messagesofhope.org.au where you can order a free booklet about Living with True Confidence. With Jesus' help, you can be true to yourself and still engage with people who are different to you. For your free booklet on living with true confidence, 
go to messagesofhope.org.au or call 1-800-353-350. That's 1-800-353-350. You can also find out more about the life-changing work that Vijaya's family is still living out in their Indian community at messagesofhope.org.au. I'm Richard Fox, a pastor of the Lutheran Church, where love comes to life. And I look forward to being with you again next week as I talk about where to find comfort in the loneliness of grief.